Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Inferno cast. This is episode 012, number 12. And today we have a fun topic. Every topic is fun, of course, but this one in particular, we're going to be discussing dormant franchises that we want back and these are any of the the video game franchises that haven't had a game for a while and i i specifically told my wonderful cast and crew and when i say tell i specifically not tell to say uh, like what sort of age range or year range or anything like that so it'll be fun for me to see what they consider is dormant and speaking of my wonderful crew i want to go ahead and introduce uh, astromedes he is a developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Jason the 13th, YouTube channel owner of Jason the 13th. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem. Glad to be here. Simbu Darkfang, he is our level five grandpa and actor at Basement of the Dead. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. It was four score and seven beers ago. Wait, what? Oh, exactly. thanks for having me. <laughs> exactly. And friendly reminder, the Basement of the Dead is having their grand opening on Friday the 22nd. So if you are in the Chicagoland area and you want to check that out and you like haunted houses, I absolutely recommend doing so. Again, that's the Chicagoland area, specifically in Aurora, Illinois, Basement of the Dead. Next up, we have Storm Rose Sky. And she has her Twitch and YouTube channels of Storm Rose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here amongst you all, fellow gamer people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, always glad to have, have you here with us. And last but not least, we have my partner and partner in crime, Jamie Owls87. Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, glad to be here. And introducing you last, because I believe that this was a topic that you suggested to me, I think like a month or two ago. Uh, but before we get into that topic, uh, just a general broad question. And Storm, you you and I are disqualified for answering this. Ooh. What sort of experience does the rest of my cast and crew here have with Tetris? <laughs> uh, I first played Tetris on Game Boy. 99% of the Tetris I played in my life was on the original spinach green Game Boy. Um, I remember my mom was really into it too. There was sometimes a contest for, uh, you know, who could get possession of the Game Boy long enough to uh, beat the other player scores. But uh, yeah, that's the majority of my experience. Throughout the years, I briefly played one of the like versus Tetris games, multiplayer ones sometime. Uh, that would have been probably very early 2000s. Uh, I played Tetris knockoffs on PC back in the 90s and probably late 80s. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that pretty much encapsulates my experience. Nice. And then, Jason, I think you said that you, your mother also played Tetris. Yes, uh, Tetris on the NES was the big one. I also had it for the Game Boy. Um, that was the only video game my mom would play with any of us. Um, other than that, um, like that, a couple of the random other games that were Tetris-like, um, I played not too many. Like, it wasn't a diehard, like, you had to follow every single Tetris game that came out. But when it originally was out, played a ton of it. 
Simbu, how about yeah. you? Any Tetris? Yeah. yeah, uh original Game Boy, little probably the NES went over at, you know, Jason the thirteenth house. Um, and of course some of the Tetris like games, they kinda like, you know, uh, Dr. Mario. Mm-hmm. So and I downloaded Tetris like stuff on my phone here and there and eh. Because yeah, a, a lot of times mobile, they're they're good like little time wasters in case you you ever need to do that. Yeah, because um, you got like Candy Crush and Bubble Pop, which are all Tetris like kind of games. Game me, Alice. How about you? Um, I think the only Tetris game I ever played was the one that came out for the 3DS. There was one that came out for the 3DS, and I played that one a lot. And that's it. And then I think a couple that you had on the PlayStation that I tried a couple of times. I wasn't really a big Tetris fan, but now I am because I seem to like a lot more puzzle games now as I gotten older. Nice. Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I, of course, disqualified Storm and I because this Saturday, this is kind of a, a preview to the video that got coming out. Storm and I, we played the Game Boy Tetris together for a little over an hour. talked about the a little bit of the origins and a little bit of our own memories with it. And, and we finally settled the dispute, which Tetris out of all the, cause there have been over 490 million sales of Tetris. It's one of the highest selling franchise video game franchises. Storm and I settled, which one is the best one and tune in this Saturday at 10 AM central to, to find out on Inferno Fox gaming on YouTube and again, special thanks to Storm for joining me on that. You're welcome. It was fun. We need to do another one like that where we play a game and, and discuss something. Absolutely. Yeah. And for all of the uh, joiners and, and subscribers to Inferno Fox Gaming, that's not going to be the last one that we're going to do. Uh, Jamie Owls and I are going to be uh, working on doing a Mario-related one. Uh, Jason the 13th and I actually did one uh Last year, regarding Mega Man, which Mega Man is best between Mega Man's 2, 3, and X? And there is a right answer, and we <laughs> got that right answer. So you, you'll want to check that out. And then uh, Astromedes and I, and then Simbu and I will also be uh, talking about what, what kind of co- collabs that we can do together. But moving on to the main topic, and that, of course, again, is dormant franchises that we that we want back. And uh, since we've all been playing for for over 30 years and we've all got a lot of experience playing games that were out in the 80s, 90s and aughts, but, you know, maybe haven't seen a new entry since maybe even in the last decade. Uh, we're going to go around the group here to see which franchises we want to see new entries for. So you, w- what you're listening to is almost almost 200 years of video game ex- experience right here. So if you ever want to think that you're old, you know, we got 200 years between the, the, the six of us um, and I'll kick things off. I actually have three and I'm only going to say one and Jason the 13th. I, I, I would guess you're going to, you, you'd be able to, t- I'm going to say mine and you're going to be like, okay, yep. Besides the obvious clue in my video, if you're, you're watching this on, on YouTube, uh, my main dormant franchise that I want back is F Zero, <laughs> which, of course, it uh, originally released as a launch game for the Super Nintendo in 1991. Series it does a great job of perpetuating that you know that overall sense of speed, which was really amazing when it was on the Super Nintendo, and which 
fun fact about that there was supposed to be an f02 with a with split screen action where f01 was just on the single screen but the f02 with the split screens got turned into something completely different uh a little known series uh you guys might have heard of it mario kart um so when you see super mario kart for the super nintendo and how big that that series is you can thank f0 the the last entry on mainline consoles of course was F Zero GX on uh, in two thousand and three for the GameCube, and then the last uh, o- overall entry was on the Game Boy Advance, being F Zero Climax. Um, so, per rumors from like last week, and we've got the now we've got the uh, Nintendo Direct coming tomorrow. This is being recorded on, on on Wednesday, with the Nintendo Direct September one coming out in a, in a day. Uh, I want to see like a new game in this overall series there's also been rumors because the there the leakers confirmed there's going to be something f-zero there's going to be something donkey kong and there's going to be something 99 we don't know like tetris 99 pac-man 99 pac-man 99 was discontinued but something is going to be taking 99's place one of the one of the rumors is that it might be an F099 where you Ooh. go against 99 or 98 other racers. I have no idea how the heck that 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 could work besides something like <laughs> like Fall Guys where instead of like bumping maybe you bump each other off the track but you you loop around and however many people cross the track it it'll say like okay 70 can cross and then now only 50 can cross and oh, only 30 can cross maybe some sort of like racing F0 equivalent uh, maybe a 99 race campaign would maybe be more doable than that would be crazy that many uh, cars at once and it's funny because you'd think that 99 cars wouldn't be but you gotta don't forget that f0x uh was only like one of five games on the nintendo 64 that run that ran at 60 frames per second so you know we we talk about but frames and everything it's because the carts are so like ph ph scale 10 basic they are so modeled so simply that it could be possible you you could fit 99 of these polygons granted the switch is not a powerful system but it's like a ps3 pro if a nintendo 64 can do 60 frames per second with 30 cars you'd think the switch could do that but with 99 I, I either way oh, I, i'm sure i'm sure it's doable it just seems like a nightmare in terms of gameplay to me like you <laughs> said it'd be more like a kind of fall guys situation where it's almost mm-hmm. more dopey than like uh you know a really I, good race because like that that's another thing with f-zero is that sense of speed like that's that's its biggest thing right I mean, to to throw in anything else like items or something it wouldn't it would not be a good fit for this this that's what mario kart's for and I, I've had to do and I had to make make do with Mario Kart on 200cc for my sense of speed. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel. But like, uh, I, I, I need my F-Zero fix. I, I, I definitely need that. Um, the, the biggest, the most likely candidate is it is going to be this and it's going to be a remaster because it has been 20 years since it came out. Um, but yeah. That, that, that's pretty much like my that out of my three that's my number one dormant franchise that i i want back i i, I want it i need it hopefully i'll get it get it tomorrow so uh simbu let, let me let me ask you uh dormant franchises some of your favorites so like which one would you want to have come come back 
Well, I would say Fable, but as we all know, Fable is already coming back. It's already in dev. So that's getting that's been X'd. But by all technicalities, it is considered a dormant franchise because there is no new entry to the series as of yet. Yeah. Um but I would like to see micro machines come back. <laughs> I really would with today's um abilities and um you know world building like the unreal engine 5.1 things like that i would love to see them do a new micro machines game um just because of how crazy you really could do because i mean they do have the hot wheels um uh unleashed or whatever it is but i still think uh a micro machines game would be fun you know racing around a countertop you know racing around the bathroom thing you know kind of bring back that uh sentimental you know sen- sentimental and whatnot yeah um, uh, yeah go ahead oh no, oh no I'm, I'm so sorry go ahead uh i was gonna go on to my next couple of games but no no oh, please, yeah. please do because I, I i was i was just gonna comment i i totally agree with you with the hot wheels game it was a it was surprisingly a really good game but it wasn't micro machines it, it didn't have that like that that top-down look it just didn't have that look and that 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 sort of feel, right? Because yeah, when you're I, racing on in Hot yeah. Wheels, you're still racing on the orange and blue tracks for the most part. Yep, yeah, it still feels like you're on rails, kind of in that game. And my biggest <laughs> problem is the last thing we'll say about this game. Like, I I was offended at the pricing model of that game. They want you to pay fifty, sixty dollars full price, and then tons of add-on prices for everything else. Like, it almost never goes on sale. I did get it on sale but anyway <laughs> had to say yeah, that I, the uh, game was mentioned i enjoyed it only because um it came out as a playstation plus game for all ps plus users so i was able to get it for free and of course a bunch of the free dlc stuff that they gave away i didn't spend any money on it but i you know i didn't buy any of the dlc level packs or world packs or whatever <laughs> but you know for what i for the time I had with the game, I, you know, I enjoyed it, but again, not a micro machines. It, you know, does a decent job of kind of capturing that, but it's still not the same. Um, another one I would like to see come back is blitz the league. Last time we saw it was Xbox 360. It was your longest yard meets mortal Kombat meets Madden, which was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I think, you know, if they were to reboot that series and bring it back right about now time of the year, I think it would probably sell really well because, you know, it's fall football season and you've got spooky season, you know, with blood and guts and gore. And I would love to see what they could do now with uh, the Unreal, again, with the Unreal 5.1. That would be amazing to see what they could do. And then I would say my last one, realistically, I'd like to see Vector Man come back. Really? From the Genesis. Interesting choice. It was a fun game. I remember finding it fun, too, yeah. The music in it was fantastic. Yeah. It it was just Vector Man 1 and 2, right? Weren't they working on a third one for Saturn? And then that got canceled? Could be. I, I... don't remember 
I mean, we were, I was a kid back then. So how much <laughs> other than seeing it in the store, I didn't really pay too much attention. <laughs> so, so I, I got two follow-up questions for you, Simbu. One uh, fable comes out. Do you get a series X no. or S? Nope. That's, that's not a, not a, not a console getter. Nope. They're as of right now, Again, when it comes when you talk money, uh, everything comes down to pricing and real world commitments. I cannot, you know, justify if I were to come into some big money. Cool, maybe I would pick up a, a series S or something just so I could play Fable again. However, the other thing is, do I spend the three hundred dollars on the series S? Spend the sixty seventy dollars on Fable, play it, and then have all my nostalgic memories ruined because of the, <laughs> because of the new game and uh, right that's if the, if, if the game flops of course <laughs> well of course but again that's a 400 plus dollar gamble right yeah. there yeah. for one game and yeah. i have plenty of other stuff on my ps5 that you know i'm not gonna miss out if i don't play starfield i'm not gonna miss out if i don't play fable and and the thing too is even if it flops, like that doesn't negate any of the fun that you might have with with, with the game. That because, true. Uh, that's another good topic that we could touch upon on on another day. That games that are critical flops, but that we we've, we've enjoyed. Although that that's that's going to make me think. Like I'd, I'd really <laughs> have to to think on that. All uh, I want to know is Inferno Fox. Why is your answer Redfall? <laughs> Red, if I had a series x or s no i i probably well no i, I it's funny i say i probably wouldn't enjoy that but i can't say because i haven't played it i mean <laughs> maybe if i played it and i could i could say definitively but it does it looks rough and they're still going to invest that 60 frames per second update that's still coming like i'm surprised that they're still still going to do that but um, and then I think I had a, so I fable and then your your third one. I, I, I know I had a question for, for you regarding that. And I'm trying to remember what was your third one again? Because you said fable, you said uh mic micro machines. I said micro machines, um fable, obviously. And then the vector man. just touched on vector, vector man and, and then blitz. Blitz. Blitz, blitz that's the league. What would you do if blitz came back, but it was a it was a mobile game only? pass yeah. <laughs> straight up pass unless unless of course i could play it on something like the amazon luna or whatever because then you know at that point i spend the what 60 dollars for the luna controller to hook up to my tv download it onto my download the luna app on my tv and then i play it on my tv so i'm still playing on a big screen which was part of the big draw for blitz the league or any you know sports game is the nice big screen you feel like you're in the stadium and it's funny too because like for mobile gaming apple is still trying to push the whole mobile gaming is valid by uh with the apple iphone event that came out i think it was yesterday where they were showing games like death stranding and resident evil 4 remake on the iphone 15 pro and like okay it's cool where you see screenshots just the idea of that appearing but like if you look at a screenshot of uh, Resident Evil 4, for example, it shows 
the cell phone screen literally being this big uh, and it's a thing of if you can see a picture of my my lovely partner uh but like I it's like that screen. big <laughs> and it's like okay you like all of this retail space here and this space here is just con- like buttons so like they're mm-hmm. clear buttons but they're still buttons so you're going to be tapping and like obscuring yourself half the time and you're again lack out and we lost Astridis he'll come back he'll jump back in with us. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I might have offended of course, him with, with, with offending his mobile mobile self. <laughs> um, of course, that unless of course you were to connect a controller to your phone, because then a lot of that, a lot of that tends to go away. I've seen that with when I used to play Fortnite mobile. You know, when I had nothing oh. to do when I was working escape rooms, like a lot of those buttons would go away because it would register the controller device. And it's also a thing too, where uh, rumors have been talking about whether or not Apple's going to do another possible run at a their own sort of like console, as it were, a mix of an actual console itself and mobile gaming. But well, isn't that what the i iPhone fifteen supposed to be? Because they they were saying that it's supposed to be able to run at sixty frames per second and look just like a PS five or a, a Series X. Yeah, I so, think they were showing what Resident Evil Five running on there, and I heard comment un, unverified commentary from someone the UI takes up three quarters of the touchscreen. <laughs> yeah, but again, you're looking at from this to this, <laughs> and yeah, cool. Like Disney Speedstormers, I'll play on a screen like this. Resident Evil Nine, I want this screen. <laughs> and so imagine that the just like that pro the uh, PlayStation Portal, where it's running handheld, but it, it's using the PS5 to power it. I would think that Apple would figure a way to do the opposite, where you use your Apple TV to have the phone power and send the data from the phone to the Apple TV to play on the TV itself. That 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 would be my guess on how they're going to do it. But like, how how appealing is that? You know, Simbu, like to me that. I'm like you, you still got that screen, but then it's going to be like this. Is it going to be able to upscale so well? If, and bless you, Jason. I know this is completely off topic, but um, we've we've gone off on tangent here. But if Apple were to really push for mobile game, for, for a gaming platform kind of thing, they honestly should fall in line with Amazon. With what Amazon did with Luna. Do the or same thing. they they could take a very like kind of acknowledgement of if you're going to be on a phone, you need to make games that are mobile platform friendly and almost look like it more like at early Nintendo game Game Boy games and stuff in particular, like more condensed experiences and stuff like that. I feel like that would almost be a better bet. Like just not the the other approach, I don't know. I, I'm very uh, jaded to the uh, all the application platforms for everything, for a lot of these things, particularly when you're depending on like an Apple TV or something like that to be your actual platform. Um, I guess I should say I'm jaded towards uh, dedicated devices that companies have to support and then will inevitably let fall out of support with Google being the biggest offender. <laughs> Well, and of course, that's why I said, like, if they fall in line with the Amazon Luna sort of style with the, you know, you you buy the Apple 
game controller and it hooks to your TV and you download the Apple gaming app for the TV, for your smart TV, and then you play from there. Yeah, because you, you, you think that probably a, a couple <clears throat> million at least have sold of Luna, whereas you compare the Apple iPhones, you got tens to hundreds of millions of iPhones that have sold to where you have a device that does exactly what Simba had said. And yeah, the iPhone 10, 11, or 12 probably is not going to run Resident Evil 4 Remake. It'll run the original Resident Evil 4, which which did go on the uh, Apple store, I think like 10 years ago or something. But like you could still send it to Apple TV and and, and get that. Uh, but I digress. I, I We're, we're kind of <laughs> get, get, getting a little, a little off topic. And now I'm going to call on somebody who's been a, a, a little quiet storm storm dormant video game franchises i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm picking on you what are what are some of your dormant video game franchises that you want back banjo and kazooie mm-hmm. would be a good one um that was fun on the original playstation we had it or uh yes. nintendo 64 was what banjo was. yes nintendo 64 thank you that's why my hesitation because i couldn't remember <laughs> right then and which platform it was on because it's also been like um put on the emulator not the emulator but the nintendo online recently um guitar hero i would love to see back um and you know what friday the 13th the one that just went bye-bye because i absolutely love that game so if they could come back and work on their issues and and bring it back and get over all the copyright stuff and and you know, it's a daydream. It's never going to happen, probably. Yeah, but yeah, I Storm, would absolutely a... <laughs> love to see that one back. A sequel to the NES Friday the Thirteenth is probably more <laughs> likely than yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, unfortunately, Gun has um, set came out publicly and stated that they're they're done with F thirteen. Yeah. Whatever state it's in now, it's whatever it is until December next year, and then the game goes goodbye. Yep, I know. So that is my my ultimate my ultimate one, other than the Guitar Hero, which Frequency is another one that I wish they would bring back. Yeah, because Frequency uh, was good. They had Amplitude that released for the PS4 like four, four or five years ago, but the, I liked Amplitude because it was a mix of like, the homegrown artists and like popular songs, but this amplitude took what went the other way and, and just did homegrown artists. And just for whatever reason, it wasn't, wasn't as good. Yeah. I, I like having songs on there that you recognize a little bit. I mean, I don't mind having new, new stuff and getting exposed to it, but you know, I like having, some old stuff to get familiar with and you know that may be easier to play and make you want to fool around with the other other things but yeah you know, those it's, were... it's it's funny you brought up banjo kazooie because there's a game on the playstation store right now i can't think of the name but when i it, the logo the character names are green and yellow and it's ukulele no no, 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 I don't think so. 
But that, that may have been like a PC, I think, like or something, right? That was like a knock kind of knockoff slash yeah. indirect follow-up to Banjo Kazooie. Right. That name is yeah, because I saw the literally I saw the 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 name, the, the title of the game, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that reminds me of Banjo Kazooie. Just because yeah, of the it, font it, and the because ukulele is like a spiritual successor to to banjo because they have like a 2d one and a 3d one and jamie owls you, you played one of the ukulele ones i think ukulele in the impossible layer yeah that and i didn't realize that i was playing the second game that's why i was kind of lost as to like the gameplay and yeah so i i didn't realize i was playing the second one and i never had the first one interesting but yeah, so like that that could be a good follow-up because it, it's one of the ones where it had a, a last game that kind of killed the franchise and that being Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which was a 360 game, uh, Xbox 360. And instead of being a, a, a fun platformer with, with the bear and the bird, you have to like build planes and some kind of crazy crap like that. And uh, I never played it, but I heard it wasn't it wasn't good compared to uh, Banjo-Kazooie and pa- Banjo-Tooie. Those are really good choices. And, and the, the Guitar Hero one, uh, I recommend checking out our episode of the Inferno cast number 007, where we talk about uh, in in length the wonderful plastic instruments. <laughs> yes. I You know, I know there is Rocksmith for the PC, which you can hook up your real guitar to and play and, you know, they have real songs by real artists and there are a couple of great streamers that I watched that that play that. So I know games like those exist, but we don't have it for I want Guitar Hero for the PS5. That'd be nice. If you, you can't give me Friday the thirteenth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if y'all take it away Friday the thirteenth, which I completely get and I'm on gun side with the whole thing. It's all stupid. But I can dream. Um, guitar here would be really nice because yeah, I want buttons. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, before Jamie Owls, I ask you for yours. I'm gonna actually give my second one, and obviously that's the other game that you see right here. I want a new Star Fox, which that that one also released first on the SNES in 1993, and was one of the first games to actually have the Super FX chip which allowed awesome like five to 10 frame per second gameplay. I mean, it was state of the art for the time, but it was 3d. So it looked good, Um, but it was still fun. It was a great on the rails space shooter. Um, And then this is the latest entry or the last entry, which is for, of course, for the Wii U that's star Fox zero and wasn't great. Admittedly, because you had, to like you had to basically control i'm trying to grab my controller here where you got you got the controller but you have to use the big tablet one and you're you're like this looking at the looking down at the controls to view from the cockpit to aim but you also have to go watch the screen to move around the the ship and so you're kind of like this you look down up down up and those that really got into it really swore by how ingenious a system it was but it still doesn't uh, change the fact that the graphics were mid there are wings the, the the ships themselves of course uh were only like two, i think two-thirds of the levels at best they they diverse diversify too much with non-ship based levels uh and it's it was yet another reboot because the super nintendo 
Star Fox 1 and 2 were a thing and then it got rebooted for Star Fox 64 then they they had a couple sequels and then it got rebooted for Star Fox I was like enough with the reboots this isn't Mortal Kombat so I, I want to okay. see a new entry to continue either the Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64 storyline and just avoid that and, and let's just take away mm-hmm. all the non R-Wing ship levels let's just just have the ship and, and just either in the air or in space it's a great game on its own. It's arcade like too, because you could go from the beginning to the end in like an hour. Under the sea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Jamie Owls, uh, what are some of your dormant franchises that you would like to see come back? I want to say Parasite Eve. Uh, the first game, it came out in 1998 for the PlayStation. And I know, I believe there's three total games of the franchise. I only played the first one, which I really enjoyed, and it's been a very long time. I would be very happy if they came back with a remastered version. Um, another one would be Donkey Kong because I believe the last Donkey Kong that came out was Tropical Freeze, and that was a few years back. And I know I've been hearing rumors of a potential new Donkey Kong coming out, so knock on wood, hopefully we hear something soon on the Nintendo Direct, hopefully. And my third choice, um, I really enjoyed the Uncharted series. There are four games, and I know the story for Nathan Drake is completed, a Thief's End was the last game. Um, but I have two theories. If they were to come back, there's a character in the game named Chloe. I thought about if they were to come back and you can play as Chloe, where she could go on these adventures. Or, and I know this is going to be a spoiler for those who have never played um, Uncharted, but the last game, it shows like a little... Um, at the very end, it turns out Nathan and his wife, I forgot her name. Um, they have a, Elena. Yes. Thank you. They have a daughter named Cassie. And then my thought would be if they were to continue Uncharted, that they would use Cassie as like the next Nathan Drake. And then Chloe can be like the mentor, kind of like how Sully was to Nathan Drake. So that would be my dream. (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it's funny too because um, for the Parasite Eve one, it's another yet another example like Star Fox, where Parasite Eve three, I think it's called the Third Birthday, apparently was wasn't as good as the the first two that were on the PS one, and mm-hmm. that one is absolutely apt for a remake or a remaster. Square Enix has been doing remasters like crazy. Uh, that will look amazing if they remastered it. <laughs> absolutely i i would love to see how that would that would look that's sort of like not resident evil but kind of vibe i would say so yeah and in new york city like Mm -hmm. it would just be it would just fit so well and if they they if they really put the money into it 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 would it would look great and i I, i'm with you on the the uncharted series yeah problem with parasite eve is it's going to come down to how big of a following does it actually have and whether because, or not, if it if it doesn't have a following, how many new 
uh, people that can get get into the series? Is it going to have that sort of look to be able to attract uh, new new people into it? Mm-hmm. Was Parasite Eve also Capcom? Uh, I think it's Square Enix. It's Square Enix, okay. yeah. Okay. And maybe they could, uh, maybe you bring that up at a time when people don't like the newest Resident Evil game. It's like, uh, it's like a 60-40 chance when every Resident Evil comes out that that's the case, yep. I think. Well, as long as, the, you know, they keep Resident Evil to what made Resident Evil so much fun, and that was survival horror, I don't think they're going to have much of a problem going forward with with, with the RE series. Because, um, I mean... Look, they went four, five, and six. Four was, you know, a lot of people love four. Five and six started tapering off. So what did they do when they brought seven back? It went back to survival horror, pure survival yeah. horror. And, and what, what a hell of a what a hell of a renaissance for for Resident Evil. And uh, RE nine is looking to be exactly the same way. And Jamie, I was I was telling you about RE nine, right? Where leaks were saying it was going to be. Uh, was it a was was it a western or something? I yes. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a western America, like American like ghost town or something. Oh, that's that's come on, that's awesome. That's fun. <laughs> like that is going to be a great you a great interesting setting because again with it being a, a, a ghost town, there's a lot of open ground. So you generally in a ghost town even if anybody, if you have never been to a ghost town before or a wild west you know reenactment uh place it's not very claustrophobic you know like a a castle in the grounds like it, it's very open like you know think i don't know hogwarts legacy once you get out into the world it's it's That'd pretty open like it's just pretty open, so it'll be interesting to see if they do a, a, a Midwest ghost, uh, Wild West ghost town. It'll be interesting to see how they claustrophobic, claustrophobify the uh, expansive, wide open areas. Yeah, and, and even how they can make wide open areas terrifying enough because R E eight did that a little bit. If I if I remember, Jamie Owls, you are playing that with like some of the village scenes and everything, but. Obviously, the the skip, probably scariest part of RE8 was the uh, Lady Lady Dimitriscu and her her mansion of delight. As yeah, I really like that part. <laughs> <laughs> I just, there's just something about haunted houses and exploring. I don't know. I'm weird. Uh, and, and like Parasite Eve could capture that could capture that sort of scary vibe. Uh-huh. Probably leaning more into how RE4 was with the the action. Uh, the the action horror aspect, uh, it, it's definitely viable for for that. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, Astromedes, how about you? What, what what dormant franchises do you want back? Well, uh, Twisted Metal is always one I think first. I look, I feel like about every year or so lately, I look and see if there's a new Twisted Metal game being made. Uh, my most recent check uh, before this episode. Uh, Still seems to be saying no from anything I can see online, but I can't help but think if the series does even moderately well, like that maybe that would kind of prompt a new game to be made, which is always a crapshoot because with Twisted Metal, I think it comes down to, you know, like they've switched teams a few times throughout the games. We've had very different feel from in 
twisted metal black where it feels like you're driving a giant oil tanker that can accelerate from zero to 100 in less than a second to like kind of like wackier weirder control twisted metal two to like kind of clunky weird you can flip over but you magically pop back over again uh for the first time in the series where it was done pretty awkwardly in twisted metal three um i think it's very possible and almost inevitable another twisted metal game does come out at some time especially because it's sony you know it's their ip so like they're not going anywhere if there's any interest in the series uh i think like they would uh roll the dice on another twisted metal game so that's one that often comes to mind uh kind of a little bit older one uh, golden axe i really loved the uh particularly uh golden axe 2 arcade game but i also like on Genesis, Golden Axe, and Golden Axe 2, and only in emulation I've seen Golden Axe 3 on Genesis, which is kind of more of the same, but sort of like a bit kind of more highly realized or something. Uh, But yeah, I'd be really curious to see a Golden Axe. And my, so I I had to look up, you know, what the last game was. I figured there was a sad last game I didn't know about, and sure enough, there is. Um, There was (laughs) one... And apparently it came out for the Xbox 360 and PS3. It was a 3D action game. So it's the kind of textbook failed in the conversion from 2D to 3D sort of example. Uh, 44 and 45 Metacritic scores. Uh, So that one seems like a pretty (laughs) solid example. That being said, I do think you could totally do 3D with Golden Axe. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with turning it into... A 3d game i suspect they just got it wrong in that other game whatever they did um but i think particularly if you just had like really different kind of feeling characters and i feel like there's still a kind of like unrealized niche you have seen this a little bit um there have been a few games that sort of scratch a little bit this itch but i feel like the way you can do modern beat-em-up side-scrolling games like that that are interesting is to basically make them more like fighting games essentially you give more like you ha- you have you're already sort of at that fighting game kind of like zoom level. You have a lot of like sprite detail. You can do stuff like you know clearly show you know what kind of martial art moves type things people are doing. So I think there's a lot of room to improve uh, games like that. And I think Golden Axe being like one of the flagship you know old school beat 'em up games, it would be cool to see like a good new version of that. Uh, I would like two more uh, RC Pro M slash rock and roll racing and follow yes. up to last week in the interim i did uh uh have a chance to check out rc pro am 2 on the nes and <laughs> i realized i did play this many many years ago only kind of briefly checking it out never having played it when i was younger in an emulation scenario but uh it, it yeah it, you were right rc pro am 2 is in fact a pretty good <laughs> just direct improvement uh, on RC Prom one, but really the handling stuff feels almost the same. And I think like the, so like a game like that or rock and roll racing, racing, take your pick. It's the same game, basically um, uh, a follow-up to one of those uh, that was a little more modern and somehow just as fun. Not that there haven't been a lot of racing games and stuff, but one in that sort of like particular niche where you have like a, 
single player, like upgradey, almost like car RPG kind of thing. Almost is sort of like what RC Pro Two and Rock and Roll Racing kind of start to feel like in particular. Um, which which is fun. It's a great game loop. So I think there's a ton of potential there for that. And then one I'm surprised I haven't heard mentioned yet in Inferno Fox, you will probably mention, is Castlevania. I'd like to see a new Castlevania game more in the vein of the 2D games than the Lords of Shadow games. Yeah, it's uh, kind of going back to your, your Golden Axe. It, the failed game in the aughts is, was around the time where you had Japanese developers trying to do edgelord-looking type games to appeal to the Western market and you get games like uh, the freaking the, that Golden Axe game or Bionic Commando, where, like you said, it's the it's the failed 3D up upres to classic 2D mount or Rygar uh, for the PS2. That's another one where it just was it didn't succeed to to try and bring these old entries and whatnot to to a, a new light, and it just it. Doesn't I didn't know there had been a new Rygar. Uh, new. <laughs> I loved Rygar. Yes, new as in uh, new by new. I mean, you know, later than NES uh, generation. <laughs> because but, more time uh, yeah. has has occurred between when the PS2 Rygar and now versus Rygar from 1987 and the PS2 release. So, in case you're feeling old, there you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But well, look yeah. at uh, another game that just failed not long ago. They tried to bring back Gauntlet. Yeah, they yeah. tried to recapture Gauntlet, and it did. And and that that hurts because uh, Astrobides, you had even commented like that. That was a uh, didn't you say that that was a really yeah. Good... Yep, yeah, like Gauntlet Two on the NES was good, and and like I feel like the Gauntlet games, there was kind of a general uh, downslide of quality. Like every 3D entry, like with a what was it, Dark Legend or something like that oh, yeah. that came out on, like, maybe PS2, PS1, maybe, I don't even remember. Yeah, like, but I remember I think, that on the Nintendo 64. Now that yeah, okay, so it must have been PlayStation era would have been how I played it, probably. Uh, uh, but, yeah, that, I, <laughs> that was the last one that anyone thought was, like, any fun at all. And even that one, I thought, was a definite drop in fun from all the earlier games. There was... You know, actually, there was a PC game gauntlet that I'm remembering now that was made by the same indie developer studio that made Magicka, I want to say. Uh, and that gauntlet was actually kind of all right. It wasn't great, but I feel like it was one of the better attempts I'd seen. It actually had a, while it was technically 3D, it was zoomed out, top-down view to the point where it basically played much more like the kind of like old school games in terms of like sort of uh, amount of enemies that could be around and that kind of thing on one screen last, once anyway. Well, one last question about Golden Axe before you, you hit us with your last one. Uh, would you be opposed to a Streets of Rage 4 type revival of Golden Axe? No, not at all. I think that'd be perfect too. Uh, one of the things in... Uh, one of the ones I would have said if I didn't know this game came out relatively recently, again, sort of a follow-up to last week's talk about NES generation is Double Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I did see that. But yeah, I the I I think that would work great. I mean, I, I think the I think it's interesting because like the the double dragon game, it seems sort of leans into being like a bit cheesy, sort of on purpose. And maybe that's part of your question, if that would be okay like i think that would be fine 
but like the dark fantasy nerd in me would rather see a more quote unquote serious version of uh, if they did choose to do that. That being said, if the gameplay was fun, I would have absolutely no problem with playing whatever take on it. Yeah, because Streets of Rage 4 and TMNT Shredder's Revenge being revivals of these old type of uh, style of play really do a good job of capturing that same feeling. So you got to imagine if they brought Golden Axe back, it would be in, in that style. Um, so your last game, your last wait was uh, it was it, yeah it was castlevania okay. yep that was I'm the sorry. last one and yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was expecting you to probably have more to say on that but yeah long story short castlevania i'd mm-hmm. like to see a much more of a 2d style game and i actually loved castlevania 3 on the nes i only rented it it was one of those games we rented a bunch of times and i thought to me that one still maybe was like maybe just through nostalgia partially but that felt like one of the more fun Castlevanias also because I'm a sucker for just sort of like different characters that play differently. Yeah. I, I beat that for the first time without cheesing with save States, like a, a couple years ago. And that's, that's as, still not as hard as the first Castlevania, but it's hard. <laughs> Jason, the 13th, last but not least dormant franchises. Well, we touched on a few that I'd like to see our back already, um, which we might get a Donkey Kong. Uh, I'd love to see the Twisted Metal, but my main three that I actually picked up for this. Uh, so I'd like to, for the first one, Mega Man Legends in particular. Not just a regular Mega Man game. I'd love to see the third Mega Man Legends finally show up. <laughs> Since it was being developed and then got canceled along with a couple other ones. But that would be my first choice for dormant series. Uh, I'd like to see Vandal Hearts from the PlayStation era Ooh. come back. Uh, if we do in like their generation, yeah, that probably will be on my favorites list for their generation of games too. Vandal Hearts is uh, probably the game that got me into like the the tactics type of games. Uh, Vandal Very Hearts too. Like yes, it is. <laughs> yep. Uh, Fan of Hearts 2, they changed too much and it didn't feel as good as the first one. So I think that's what killed that series. But if they brought it back and brought it back to like the, how the first one plays, I think it would be a great tactics game again. And then my last one is kind of a shocker because I actually had a Dreamcast, not very many games, but uh, Evolution. I had both uh, the first one and the sequel of Evolution on the Dreamcast. I'd love to see Sega put out a new Evolution game. It's, hey, it's didn't they uh, wrap that up with a, a movie of the same name? No. Evolution, Sean William nope. Scott and uh, Orlando Orlando Jordan. Oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> not even close to the Evolution. <laughs> what, what was that? I've seen. I'm not familiar. Um, I was gonna say I don't know how much it'll come in. That's oh, yeah, the, there it is. yeah, that's the uh, case for the first game. Evolution uh, the World of Sacred Device. It it literally kind of played like the Mega Man Legends games. I see. Um, okay. I don't know what exactly you call it. Uh, kind of like a dungeon crawling more than like level by level type stuff. But uh, if you ever saw the Mega Man Legends games, it played kind of like that. Those would be like my picks for uh series to come back and, and it, it's a shame too because Mega Man legends 3 got like 65 percent of the way through production and then kaiji yeah. and ifune 
uh, I don't know, he got too big for his own britches and that leave, leaves Capcom and then Capcom, uh, they're all angry, hurt, and they, they throw out all of his projects. It's funny, the, the, the uh, production teams were ready to continue uh, Mega Man Legends 3, uh, Mega Man Universe, and then there was another Mega Man game I'm trying to remember. that They were ready to, to continue all three of them, but the Capcom said, nope, the, the main guy is gone. We're, we're not continuing this. And yeah. I wonder if there's something else with the contracts and stuff that if they were to do a Mega Man game that uh, he could come back and do like Sue or something like that in there. Who um, knows? They Remember, they did do Mega Man 11 oh, without KJ Inafune. And that is true. It, it is the best selling Mega Man game ever, which is really odd to, to think. Yeah. Because all I of us say, here. Oh, um, I was just going to say, I would say that comes down to the copyright. Maybe. Law, uh, contracts and uh write-ups like yes they have copyright for mega man so they can do mega man but they may not have but he may have copyright to mega man legends and if he has copyright to mega man legends they can't produce a third game because it would be copyright infringement quote unquote on the uh name itself um i I would think you you would think that except Kaiji Inufune made it a point to make a Mega Man like game, not using the Mega Man game, to which that became the absolutely wonderful Mighty Number no. Nine. I mean that game was absolute perfection. There was nothing wrong with the production cycle, and the <laughs> game itself is perfect. It's even better than Mega Man Two, right? <laughs> but but no, I I see what you're saying. Usually there could be limitations with uh like offshoots and everything like that, so that's very possible, but. Mega Man himself, him appearing in Mega Man 11, Super Smash Brothers, the last games, and then the the current one, as well as other offshoots, uh, kind of, kind of, sort of fly in the face of that. Especially the fact that you got all the Mega Man collections, uh, Legacy collections one and two, X one and two, uh, Mega Man Zero collection, and then the newly released Mega Man Battle Networks. These are these are old games, but they're being re released. So whatever deal that Inafune owns or property-wise, uh, we can rest assured he's made a good amount of uh, residuals. <laughs> to I, I would oh, hope yeah. he made residuals because yeah. if he's literally Capcom owns the IP, yeah, yeah, one way or another. So I'm hoping he, Inafune gets some sort of residuals for for making uh, one of our our at least Jason uh, one of our favorite yep. uh, video game characters. Uh, and you said Vandal Hearts, right? Yes, Vandal Hearts for PlayStation. Uh, that was the tactic games that got me into like Disgaea and uh, even Final Fantasy Tactics and pretty much uh, Fire Emblem, which I haven't even played much Fire Emblems, which is, which is funny. Was that the one in Ivalice? Like like Tactics was? Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah, it's, it is a tactics game. I don't know if... Uh, ooh, let's see if I can Google it real quick. <laughs> Yes, because I, I I know it's it's one of the the tactics. There's a number of games in yep. the world of of evil. It is. Uh, okay. Well, why 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 you're kind of doing that? It's and I know that they're doing a remake of Final Fantasy Tactics itself, and they've done one of Tactics Ogre. So Vandal Hearts, I'm assuming that's Square Enix. That's Konami. Oh well, then no. Yeah, nope. It definitely is not. Actually, Konami. Uh, but it's not impossible them doing bringing that back because they're they're bringing a whole bunch of 
uh, Konami properties back, like Suikoden. Suikoden, they're re they're remastering the the first two. Sucks that it got pushed to 2024, but at least at least it's it's something. <laughs> um, just kind of rounding out the 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 overall discussion. I'll I'll throw my last one out there, and I just want a new turn-based Final Fantasy game. Yeah, you know, I, I'm good about adapting and, and playing the Western-focused ones and the action ones, and I know that there's the whole thing about uh, the teams at Square Enix kind of crapping on the old turn-based stuff, but if Baldur's Gate is any sort of indicator, there is a market for turn-based games. I think we've talked about it here in the podcast before. Um and then stuff like the Square Enix, Timasano HD2D games like Octopath Travelers 1 and 2, uh, Project, uh, Project, uh, Triangle Strategy, and then the uh, Live Alive remake, and finally the HD remake of Dragon Quest 3. Come on, Square Enix. Final Fantasy 17, make it, make it turn-based. Uh, <laughs> the last one was Final <laughs> Fantasy 10 back in 2001. And yeah, they're going to re they're remaking Final Fantasies 9 and 10. And you know it's going to look good and be turn based, but it's this going to be the same game. I I, I would love mm -hmm. a, a new a new one like that. So uh. they should just release two at once. One that's a traditional uh, turn based two oh, yeah. uh, D. Why not? Uh, <laughs> it's a three D new school Final Fantasy. Fun, funny thing is, they did that with Final Fantasy Nine and Final Fantasy Ten. Like one year, one right after the other. They oh, there's only different. one year separating those. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Because uh, they had they had totally different teams working on both games, and one I think had... Nine was the last one I played. Yeah, Nine was the one that was a little more harkening back to the early games, right? Yep. Uh, so, so it, it can be so, even with. 16 16 was was a good game you know it, it, it's fine but I, I i'm old and i i want to turn based final fantasy especially because they're turning dragon quest supposedly into an action rpg so oh boy oh no for for all oh. of my uh all of our listeners here i i'm rolling my eyes i i i'm rolling my eyes at the idea <laughs> of dragon quest turning action rpg but so that, that that's pretty much our dormant franchises that we want to see come back so but make sure you let us know in the if you're following us on youtube let us know in the comments section what dormant franchises that you guys want to see back because we're we're, we're really curious and want to strike up a conversation and just want to say once again thank you for everybody here for joining us uh going again to the pre-topic question again coming up this saturday is storms storm rose skies and myself's discussion about tetris where we decide which tetris which version of tetris is best we have it down to a science you know we have the beakers and we're pouring all all the liquids we've got the answer which one's the best so make sure you you check us out for that and again big thank you to everyone who has joined us and of course storm rose sky you can find her at twitch and youtube of storm rose sky storm thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me and before we go you know, there was a game that used to be on my list and it happily came off my list this year and it is due out in October. And that would have been the Super Mario RPG. Since we're getting a nice remake uh, yes. of that already. So it was on my list, but uh, gladly got taken off. So 
There you yeah, go. and and that's one where you got Paper Mario series for RPGs. You got the Mario and Luigi saga for RPGs, and Mario and Luigi died because the company Alpha Dream died, and Paper Mario died because that one no, not it doesn't have as many RPG mechanics, and it's just not like the the same. A lot of battles became kind of literally useless if you ever ever played Paper Mario on uh, a 3D sticker star. I think it is on 3DS, and then. Uh, the 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 switch one you just have to avoid that i'm totally with you storm like i'm so glad to have that back and i'm really interested to see what they're adding and maybe we'll see that tomorrow in the nintendo direct yes uh, also jason the 13th of the youtube channel jason the 13th thank you so much for joining us not a problem you got Hopefully. any uh, any new content planned coming up? For uh, your... I need to get back to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, but I also am planning on recording the DLC for Pokemon that just came out today. I haven't gotten to touch it yet. Excellent. De- definitely looking forward to, to catching a lot of that. Storm, did you have any content coming up? It's still working on things. Yeah, it's been slow going since um, school has started and and doing more teaching or subbing so yeah and getting sick in between there yeah (laughs) and getting sick and then my better half being sick on top of that so yeah real life has gotten in the way of doing anything but soon hopefully i i hear you there uh astromedes of course uh you can find him at second place games that he is a developer and co-owner of said game company Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here and take time away from uh, the re-release of my 2016 mobile game. (laughs) (laughs) Once he does re-release that, we'll make sure to include a link to that in the description of YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, where you can find us. And Simbu Darkfang, you can find him at Basement of the Dead. That, again, is Basement of the Dead, located in Aurora, Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, I recommend checking that out for a good haunted experience. Opening day being September 22nd. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's always a great time. And uh, the beta is finally over. The PS5 now has a mute beep function for turn on, turn off, and restart or put into rest mode. You can also high, medium, or low volume that beep if you still want it on. So that's kind of nice. And then I just have one more game real quick. I thought of it real fast. Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. I want the third one. Even though I know Starkiller's dead, I still want the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back as a Force ghost. Let's do it. Star killed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that that's a good one. That is a good one. Oh, man. Uh, Jamie Owls. Uh, last but not least, Jamie Owls, my partner and partner in crime. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, and, and I'm sorry, I know we're, we're wrapping up, but um, I just have another game, too. Um, so I like to see another Tomb Raider. I know... I think it was the beginning of this year they made an announcement that they're in the works, but I like the idea of the Lara Croft that they used in the last three Mm. games, that storyline, 
to where they still use her. And then the next story would be the next game would be um, kind of like bringing back the first three games to bring that story back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so the first three on the PS1 sort of yeah. uh, bridging the reboot into the first three of the, the PS1 games. Maybe have a bridge game to bridge that Lara uh, from the PS1 series to the Lara that was rebooted. Exactly. That's Only I'm... if she looks like triangles. <laughs> It'd be funny if they had like a mod or like a DLC that you, you could just mod her to look like that. So that yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, already, everybody, thank you again for joining us. Of course, with our our lovely audience, make sure you check us out for our next week's video podcast, which will be back to Tuesday. Already, everyone, have a great night. <laughs>